Welcome to the Meeting Point Podcast. More conversations and less conclusions. Welcome to the Meeting Point. My name is Amy Oberg. I'm the Women's Ministry Director for Journey Church in Kingman, Arizona. You know, I had a great topic picked out for this week, and of course we can get to that. But the Holy Spirit had other plans, and I have turned this corner. So I wanted to jump off of our Love Anyway series and talk about Serve Anyway. This is such an incredible time in our world to learn how to serve. Most people believe that they have to be the loudest people so that people believe them, but they also believe they have to be the most passionate or the angriest so that people will listen. But that is the exact opposite of what Jesus did. Jesus said, if you want to be made known, then you must serve and you must be a servant of all. Sometimes the loudest person is in the room is actually the quietest, or the most impactful person is the quietest. Sometimes the biggest statement in the room is from the quiet heart who is strong. Our world is under so much stress, it seems to be bursting at the seams and resorting to being the loudest, when in fact we need to be the quietest and make the biggest statement in our example and serve. So over the last week, I found myself getting riled with emotion and passion during this season of protesting and riots. It is righteous justice that fuels me, and it feels almost uncontrollable. There is something about listening to all the opinions that just creates a forest fire inside of me in a way that I want to have a bigger opinion and I want to be or get louder. And then there's that still quiet voice inside of me that says, listen, quiet, stop being so defensive, and then learn how to take the right action. And action doesn't necessarily mean being loud, and it doesn't necessarily mean doing something, except maybe it is action inside of my heart. And maybe it means that I need to live out of an example. Action truly needs a change of heart. And that would mean we have to transform our heart so that our lives can transform. In the last few weeks, something I learned quite a few years ago has continued to come up. And it's in that word, serve. Serving is an action in leadership. Just like Jesus washing the feet of his disciples, he chose to show them taking action in how to lead. This action was an incredible statement of love and kindness, and it's something that we are still talking about today because it was so impactful. Leadership serves. As we move into this new world of kind of post-COVID life, we are already uber stressed out. And now we're looking and kind of facing an issue that we have been facing since the beginning of time, which is racism. Now, with these two major issues happening, the answer is Jesus. No matter which side you stand on when it comes to leadership, the answer is always going to be Jesus because that is going to have the biggest impact on the overall issue, which is humanity. 
as we kind of look at this from a humanity level, it's easier to look at the situation as a whole, as an entire human level. So we can turn to Mark 10, where the disciples are actually arguing about who can be the greatest. And that's really what we're seeing. We're seeing some righteous justice rise up and who is the greatest. So we look into our world and ask who is the greatest victim or who is the greatest authority and we fight over who is right and then each side gets louder and louder and louder and they want to be made known. They want their point to come out. And here we have the disciples who are talking about who is the greatest in the church and there's who's going to sit next to Jesus at the right and left hand of God. Not only are they asking God for something, but they're doing this instead of serving. So they are asking for something or trying to get their point across instead of serving. So I want to just read this story to you. It's in Mark 10. Then James and John, sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do for us whatever we ask. Not quite the way to approach Jesus. He says, uh, what, what, Jesus says, what do you want me to do for you? And they replied, let us sit at your right hand and the other at your left hand in glory. You don't know what you're asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? We can, they answered. Jesus said to them, you will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with. But to sit at my right or left is not for me to grant. These places belong for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. And Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, Whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. See, we can get caught up in the argument of who's right and who's wrong and find righteous justice in proving both sides or in proving that the other is just simply wrong. But in reality, we miss the whole point of our impact. Our impact is in our service. Our impact is in our life, in our example, in what we are doing. And Jesus says, you will drink this cup and be baptized the way that I was baptized. But it's still not my decision to put you at the right and left hand. They were asking for status instead of understanding that their job was to serve. And Jesus is so, so very clear If you want to be first, then you must be a servant of all. And if you want to be made known, then serve with your life. Serve with your whole life. So then we move into John 13, which is one of the next pieces in the story of the disciples. It's extremely moving when we look into the exemplification of what Jesus did, and he considers himself a servant. There are tons of incredible sermons on what Jesus actually did in this story when he wiped their feet of the crap that was on them. So I just want to read through it as a story. It's John 13, 1 through 17. 
It was just before Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God, and he was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, he took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, Peter said, you'll never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then, Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him. And that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed to do them. We have a few key points in this story. Jesus is the Lord and master of leadership and action. When it comes to being a servant, he is the master. We also notice that Judas was a part of this feet washing ritual. This service included Jesus's enemy and he knew it. He told the disciples all sitting there that somebody was not good. Not only did he wash the feet of the people that were closest to him or believed in him, but he also washed the feet of his betrayer, his enemy. In this day and age, we can take a lot of instruction from Jesus. Are we willing to wash the feet of our betrayers? Only you can answer that for yourself. Only you can serve anyway. It also says in this passage that no servant is greater than his master and the messenger greater than the one who sent him. One of the things we can take away from this is the message is what matters on both sides. The messengers are not greater than the message of love, the message of service. We get to love our neighbor and serve them. We must find it in our heart to bend our knee and wash the feet of our our enemies. Allow God to take the justice that he promises because we cannot repay evil with evil. We have to know that our impact is eternal. Jesus has said, We are known by our love. So instead of asking God for something, we have the opportunity to serve and serve with our lives and our whole hearts. 
if you could write a word on your heart today, let it be serve anyway. Lots of love. Thanks for listening to the Meeting Point Podcast. Lots of love. Can't wait to meet next week.